0: For the SBS studios in Ataman, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land I'm recording from. I pay my respects to the Kamaragal people of the Guringai Nation and their elders past and present. I also acknowledge the traditional owners from all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lands you are listening from. I'm Suraj Kalakar. I am an immigrant, and I am fascinated by immigrant stories. They have everything. Hope, passion, fear, alienation, and triumph. So on this new SBS podcast, My First Year on Aussie Soil, together, we're going to listen to the stories of immigrants reliving their first year in Australia. But first, I wanted to share my story. So I sat down with my parents to learn everything I could about our journey to Australia. I was 11 years old when we moved over. And 11 felt like the time where I was just starting to understand the world around me. My only knowledge of the West was from what I'd seen in movies. So I was excited to see it in the flesh. And I had no idea how much it would change the course of my life. So here's my mom Vasu and my dad Prakash as he takes us through the work that brought him to Australia.
1: My basic interest was uh, I came down from the country I didn't start with the universities. Normally, people, what they do, yeah. they prepare a short list of all the universities and pick the best out of that and uh, try to go to the, the those particular universities. Whereas, my choice was to come to Australia. Basically, because it's a beautiful country, great landscapes, and uh, I had heard that the people are very friendly.
2: But also... I remember you sat And you looked at The weather reports Of each country Yes Yes yes. (laughs) And Because Pune Which is where we are from Near Mumbai Is very hot And very humid So you looked at All the countries And you picked the hottest And most humid place You could find
3: (laughs) (laughs) feel <laughs> <laughs> at home. <laughs> Actually, uh, Australia has been on the uh, mind since uh, we got married. You know? Oh, is it? We, hmm. yeah. I, I 19- don't know this. Okay, uh, tell me about this. Uh it's in nineteen ninety-two. Even before uh, we got married, when we got engaged, Prakash was uh, looking into trying to go in uh, overseas for any job opportunities. Or uh, that uh-huh. was what. He had told. And then, you know, we got married and then... Oh, so
2: you knew that was yes. on the cards while the cards. you were discussing the marriage also? Yeah. Okay, I mean, that okay. was one
3: of the factors. <laughs> 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 I, I was right, right from the beginning I wanted Good to go overseas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he had to deliver
3: yeah. <laughs> And uh, like it, initial few days, uh, like a few months we were discussing and he was doing stuff like that and then Suddenly, surprise, I got pregnant with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we stayed back there, you know, till the baby is bigger and then we put it on So hold. I was the delay. <laughs> <laughs> Could be part of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then we thought, okay, let's, you know, get uh, uh, settled a bit uh-huh. before we venture out with the baby. and you know.
1: We met an agent actually, and they were uh, holding interviews for PhD candidates. Uh-huh. And there was this lady, Eva, she had come from uh, QUT and QUT was my actual uh, university of choice, basically for the same reasons as to what you told just now, Yeah, Brisbane being the (laughs) the weather and all. So Brisbane was uh, the city I wanted to get into. And in Brisbane, there were only a few universities which were offering the kind of uh, course that I wanted to do. And I had been working on some of the projects that QUT was actually engaging Uh So, to my postgraduate students, I was uh, covering those uh, particular uh, projects. Okay, okay. So you're planning. And I was a, I was planning and I was okay, preparing okay. Uh, well in advance for about six months. Uh, I had prepared uh, various projects. Okay. And uh, delivered them to the postgraduate students. Huh. And when I went to this uh, particular interview where Eva was uh, taking the interview, she was quite impressed because I had covered all most of the research areas. Yeah. And uh, she shortlisted me, and then we forgot all about it. Hmm. So, it was something like after uh, three or four months. Hmm.
3: And normally, we used to give uh, your, uh, your grandparents' uh, address at Prabhat Road ah. for any mail because uh, we used to be on off from our house in Dhanukar. You know, okay. sometimes we used to come and live in Prabhat Road. So, that was yeah. the mailing address for any important documents.
2: Okay. And so, they that, received it first.
3: No. What happened is, at that stage, because your grandma uh, uh, underwent an operation, okay. uh, Amma came to live with us in Dhanukar. Okay. And the letter ah, had yay. landed there. And then we didn't even we know about it. it. We missed it. And then we went there and when we went to collect, you know, after a month or so, we went to collect and uh, stuff. And then we just met the neighbors and they said, oh, you got these letters. Ah. And then because normally letters like at that stage, we weren't waiting for anything. So we are not looking forward to anything. And then Prakash opened it and saw that date had passed.
2: Oh, so we missed our chance.
3: Yeah. That's what no, we thought. I called them up. <laughs> ah, so he didn't give up I've, so easily. I followed it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Because the date had gone by and the seats were filled up and they didn't actually have the PhD candidate seat available. So they said, okay, what we can do is we can give you a postgraduate student course yeah. and you can start your master's here. You can convert that to PhD.
2: Okay. So it may be converted. Kind yeah. Of it. Huh, yeah. So it, it wasn't, nothing was it guaranteed. Was, no, it was not guaranteed. He had to work but, on it. Uh,
1: it was upon me. If I did well, I could convert that to PhD. Okay, okay.
2: Hmm. And not only that, uh, yesterday you were reminding me, because I thought that uh, already uh, pretty wild that the three of us came over on what I thought was Appa's living stipend Hmm. of 28000 But I thought that stipend was given to him before... In advance? No. So...
3: That was a possibility.
2: There was a possibility.
1: Of not getting it either.
2: You had a chance of getting 28,000, one person living allowance. And on the possibility of that, you brought all three of us <laughs> to Australia <laughs> with so much optimism.
3: Yeah, yeah. He was pretty uh, confident that he could teach students because he was a teacher, uh, like a professor in a university in Pune. He was like, I, would take, I can take tuitions, so I can manage the finances and I was the one who had done only very small jobs and like I was I will also work because I wanted to come overseas <laughs> with no experience as you say as I'll go there I'll, I'll work so I did some short courses and all before I came uh, and like with so much optimism and uh, small uh, amount in a hand with you huh. as a 12 11 year old yeah. soon to be 12 huh,
1: exactly. boy
3: in hand we just landed
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> but we had one thing uh, covered my tuition fees was covered yeah. and your tuition fees was covered
2: ah uh-huh, fortunately so that was very good that <laughs> yeah. was very good
1: uh-huh. and living expenses they were kind of uh, it was kind of 50-50 mm. so it was up to me to try happen, to convert and it and it try to get a yeah. stipend and also to convert the masters into phd uh-huh, exactly. so these were these were the few things in front of me on landing that i need to actually grab the best opportunity and convert all of these uh-huh.
2: all uncertain but you had yeah, confidence I mean, I that knew, you could I mean,
1: make I it Well, I I was very optimistic. I was going from one university to another. And for me, teaching was not a problem. Um, I I would be covering the same subjects which I would be covering uh, back in India. And the supervisor also said that, yes, we can give you some uh, teaching load. And we can give you some assessment and all those things, tutorials and, uh, you know, lab work and all such kind of stuff. So, though, again, it was not promised, it was there, you know, on the horizon. Yes, there are alternatives. There are uh, ways and means of making the ends meet.
2: Now, before we came, the impression of Australia we had... Mm was mostly from Hindi movies yeah. right? because <laughs> Bollywood. <laughs> yeah, Bollywood because what they do is they say this scene is in America hmm. and then they go to Shooting. Brisbane or Sydney and <laughs> film it right so what was your impression of Australia before coming
3: oh. Uh, basically, uh, I thought it'll be full of uh, skyscrapers Skyscraper, and uh, yeah, big yeah, yeah, big buildings. And uh, comparatively, we see uh, there are few here, not mm. as many there are plenty in India as well.
2: Huh. But the scenery we see when Shahrukh Khan is running around <laughs> yeah. on some bridge, yeah. and you go, that's William Jolly Bridge. Yeah. You, you recognize <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: and Salman Khan on uh, St. George Square. You know. Huh. Huh? <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. So we see those little things in the, in the yeah. movies, yeah. and then. We
3: them later on, you know. When but we come here, hey. we go,
2: that's not America.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you remember how uh, we're so excited to come here. You were also telling all your friends. And then when we're traveling, you remember how we got the comics? <laughs>
2: uh-huh. No, but even before that, uh-huh. I had told all my friends uh-huh. I, I had had a going away party.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And then Appa comes home one day in Danukar Colony and says, there might be visa issues, we might not be going. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was thinking, I've already accepted gifts <laughs> 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 to go away. <laughs> I've had a going away party. Now I have I to go you away. You still
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't
2: go back to school on Monday. Yeah. That was the most stressed I was as a child because I was thinking I have to go back and... and tell- Maybe I return the pencil case <laughs> this guy gave me and coming over. You were saying all the comic books and things, all the uh, toys and things. So we wore, what was it?
3: Jackets. Yeah, it
1: was my we coat. Wore... <laughs> all of it's jackets. <laughs> it, was, it
2: was my coat that you were wearing
1: and you had all the comics stuffed into the pockets. <laughs>
2: because there is a certain amount of kilos you can carry, yes. but they don't count the things that are on your body. Good. So, we wore three, four <laughs> jackets each and stuffed our pockets full of things. This
3: is so uncomfortable, pride, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> full
2: flight, uncomfortable, right? Nah?
3: <laughs> only we could remove the jacket and keep away from uh, but then in between you know in Sydney we have to uh, catch, go, go back from through the, huh, yeah, from the flights. international flight to the domestic <laughs> flight we have to carry Everyone all the hopes. stuff and <laughs>
2: run we look like trench coat detectives with all things filled <laughs> continuously moving around
3: yeah and because we didn't have an idea of how much Indian stuff like you know groceries or all, like the some of the stuff okay, that's okay, allowed okay. to huh. bring so we bought pots and pans also we didn't know we could get them oh. here so like certain things like certain, the certain uh, mixer, button, uh, like the food processor, like we just put Particularly in India we use for you know, heavy duty grinding cookers yeah and all that kind of stuff uh, yeah and the pressure cookers yeah uh, we got all those things so we're carrying so much weight that we wanted <laughs> additionally you we were not happy to leave those in you know, a gi Joes and the comics and we had to get those yeah but we really <laughs> yes. enjoyed those we got some pictures of you with all this uh, spread out uh-huh. and you know exactly
2: so April 7 2005 we landed
3: Oh, but there's a story with the landing also. There was a delay with the flight from Mumbai, I think, or whatever reason, we missed the flight from Sydney to Brisbane. Okay, okay. And we had a lady from QUT who was going to receive us.
2: Oh, so she was waiting there. She She was was waiting waiting? for
3: two hours. Uh, more till we got the next flight oh, which was, okay, okay. she wasn't upset at all she huh. said yeah I understand it happens with flights and all and then she picked us up and uh, dropped us in Kangaroo Point.
2: Kangaroo Point Apartments. yes. Uh, motel okay. that we stayed in the first night. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, place? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And
3: even <laughs> I remember the uh, ride in the taxi ride I was just we passed through the valley and just think okay this is, this is Australia now I know <laughs> what do you say okay. and see first glimpses of Australia huh. and then I remember we went to that and then and there's, there's a telstra exchange building uh, okay. in front mm. so and mcdonald's like okay this is this is the my first building i remember okay. and it's like a coincidence i worked for telstra for 5 years afterwards yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah very good and in Kangaroo point apartments i remember mm. um, i wanted a, a sofa mm. in the in the room so Appa, they ordered one. We ordered yeah, them to bring. Uh, I think it was $60 <laughs> more. Yeah. This horrible blue sofa they shoved in. Yes. <laughs> but it made all the difference to us on the first day.
3: And I remember, that's what I was telling yeah, Appa actually. the other day. Uh, they It was like a spring one, you know, the sofa come bed, you know, mm-hmm. the spring one. And then because you had your own room, we took the bedroom. It was a one-room apartment. Mm. And then you had the aircon, And you're like, I'm in Australia and I'm like, you know, <laughs> enjoying myself. It was a super luxury. soft bed.
1: And uh, we s- normally sleep on hard mattresses. Huh, that's
2: the one of the big differences okay. is, is uh, throughout childhood there also and uh, through all your life in India mattresses are much much firmer the firmest mattress in a shop here is incredibly soft to anyone coming from India
1: and the one in Kangaroo Point was super soft. Yeah. So you could just jump in and disappear into the bed.
2: Fall into it. Yes. <laughs> sink
1: into it straight away. Okay. And that you enjoyed so much. You were huh. just jumping up and yeah, down on the bed. with the aircon on. Know, like I mean, like, you know, that was the first time you had seen a bed so soft. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so I was excited yeah, about it. super excited. Up and you down jump. and with
3: the aircon on. This is life.
1: <laughs> Half of you would disappear into the bed. You know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that,
3: that was, was fun. Right, I remember that moment. Yeah.
2: And do you remember that evening when... When we went outside uh, to go walking and things, you said... It was Easter. And you said... Not a single
1: soul on the road.
2: You were concerned that something, big problem had happened.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I could not see any cars. I could not see pedestrians. It was all deserted. Shops were closed. So, I felt, what is this? No, everything normally
3: uh, closes at 5 also. We we didn't know that. We didn't know that. Uh, We come
1: from a city which is live up till 12 o'clock, midnight. Mm -hmm. All the shops open. People just moving around, shopping, buzzing, doing, yeah, buzzing, yeah. buzzing with activity. Yeah. And here uh, we came out for uh, getting some food to eat.
2: Yeah, six, six thirty maybe. Six around
1: six thirty, and uh, nothing. Everything was closed, and not a single person on the road. Yeah. So that was kind of stunning, you know. I mean, for the first time, I said, okay.
3: And it is, is so this, dark. Is this a city in those
1: days? <laughs> hmm? And then we went to a. McDonald's? Yes,
2: yeah. we went to a McDonald's And we are so used to in McDonald's Having the McDonald's 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 tiki <laughs> <laughs> And all the different Indian vegetarian burgers At that time we were all vegetarian uh, And we walk in and we ask them Some vegetarian What food? vegetarian options they Nothing. have And then we come out holding green apples Green yeah, no apples, apples. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they were know, pretty I didn't
2: bitter and uh, <laughs> yeah. upset I couldn't go through even half of it and you would never had a green apple yeah. like no. that before no. okay the granny no. smith apples yeah. they're called no, 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 no. horribly bitter yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're not used to it I mean people enjoy it but of for course. us it is like we are red, red sweet apples huh. and then, uh, we didn't, couldn't even have few bites of it
2: so we, this is the amount of money you brought over right so do you remember this notebook you showed yeah, yeah, yeah. this to me yesterday. exactly yes huh.
3: yes
1: 9,827 Australian dollars. I came with that money, yes. Yes, so that was all the money we had. All the money we had, and I wanted to make it run at least for six months.
2: Yeah, for three people. For three people? (laughs) (laughs) Because there was no promise of stipend, and even if we get it, it might be after a little while. So that's when you started this notebook to keep track of everything we spent on. Correct. To make sure that we could extend this 9,000 bucks yes. as long as we can and try to survive all three of us.
1: And if you go through this notebook, you will see that the expenses have been written for up to three months. Huh. So, by the end of three months, we were out of the woods. We are out so, of the woods.
3: <laughs> the thing that really helped us was how Eva offered her house to us to stay. Yeah.
2: So, our travel uh, person, uh, that was her contact from QET
1: Who took my interview. Ha. Uh, we fortunately, I mean, what happened? The second day we went to the university, mm-hmm. and uh, Eva recognized us, waved, and then had a chat with uh, the whole family. And she said, "What are you doing in uh, Kangar Point?" Mm. I said, "We are put up there. It is the Q T accommodation." I mean, Q T had. Uh, organized the accommodation though we were to pay for the rent and everything
3: yeah it was like hundred dollars per night or something that was pretty steep but the thing is uh, she said friday to monday everything will be closed Mm. and then even after that if you get any uh, real estate agents it's Mm. going to take you some time to find uh, find the pace and it's so expensive for a student who has come on a budget
1: she insisted that you guys are going to come and stay in my house I said, how is that possible? You know, I mean, uh, Mm. there are three of us. You don't even know us. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're just, you know, she just took my interview. So she said, it is because of me that you are here. And I feel it is my responsibility to see to it that you are comfortable in this country. Wow. So I insist you will come to my house Mm. and you will stay there. And I'm required to go to Poland for some uh, official work. Yeah. I'll be gone for about a month or so. And my husband, Richard, he was a retired gentleman. Mm. So, he will be very happy to have you in the house. So, please
3: do come. Uh, I will organize it for tomorrow.
2: And that helped us out so much. It helped wow. us
1: out, yes.
3: Absolutely. Because because it wasn't easy to get a rental house. And that too, you had to, it had to be in our budget. With With the limited funds we had. And you know, there's a minimum at least to have had to take two-bedroom house, which wasn't affordable (laughs) for us at that time. But this lady was so good. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, the next day when we landed up at her place, we took a maxi-taxi and then we went to the address that she had given us. When uh, she was taken to the kitchen, she took her to the kitchen and uh, showed the shelves. All Indian uh, grocery and She'd, everything, she had stacked it up.
3: For us. For us. For, for us.
2: She had one and yes. got Indian she, groceries. Yes, She has yes. got
3: vegetables to last for a week. She had bought Indian groceries. She has bought all the, uh, you know, uh, Patak paste so that we can cook our uh, meals.
1: (laughs) Incredible. Yeah. Such hospitality. And Richard also
3: opened us, uh, welcomed us with open arms. I remember
2: Mm -hmm. he taught me how to throw a Frisbee and all that kind of stuff. He would be playing in the backyard and
1: all that and uh, he would be taking us out to shopping in his car and uh, he gave me his office to work in. So he had converted his garage into an office. He was retired actually. So he had all the setup, you know, computer, printer, and uh, all those fax machines and things like that. So he said, "Use this," and there is a good internet facility. Mm. Go for it.
2: He was the first Australian he was friend the first we Australian,
1: made. First yes. Australian, first yeah friend, I would say. Yeah. And our so most nice. And the
3: kindest person I've yeah. met. Very nice.
1: Mm. Such a soft landing. I mean, that gave us so much of comfort. Yeah. And took away all of our stress. Huh, just yeah, a little
2: bit yeah. of someone yes. saying we are here to yeah, help you yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Just imagine uh, opening your home to strangers yeah. and to, with a different nationality. You don't know much about them and, you know, uh, organizing everything so that they're comfortable. Yeah. And then he helped us so much. You know, you remember the day he came to, uh, when have, Then we had to get your uh, admission for school. Okay.
1: That, so we that will, yeah, actually what happened... To get a house on rent was proving to be very difficult for us. Okay. The reason being, I don't know wh- what was the actual reason. Maybe because we are international students and, huh, and also income, I didn't have a job as such. Yeah. Income stream is not okay, yeah, so yeah, there. Okay, so there was no guarantee or, you know, that I'll be paying up the rent and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But then I went to the extent of saying that, guys, I am willing to pay you six months of rent up front. Okay. We are booking only for six months. And whatever the total comes to $5,000, I am willing to pay it straight away up front. So, okay. even then, the agent said, no, we can't take the money like that. <laughs> and, uh, it, I mean, it didn't fit into their scheme of things. Okay. So, they wanted a guarantor or something, and Richard was the guarantor. So, then it worked out.
2: Oh, so he was our guarantor for our first place also?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, For the said, West End uh, apartment. He said, you can give our uh, house as the residence, uh, you know, the point of contact. Huh. So, Barton was given as the first point of contact. I didn't know and, uh, that. Richard okay. was, uh, I, yeah, he was the guarantor. Very good. And then we got a house in West End. Huh. And that's when we went to your school.
2: This is how different it was for me Mm. going from... Because you spent all your schooling in India, right? Mm. So you'll know the Indian school system uh, thoroughly. And there I was in a class of about 70 students. Mm. And in the roll call, the roll teacher doesn't know your name because there are 70 numbers. So they just call number one, 1, 2, two three. Three. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's, that's. So <laughs> I was number 22
2: <laughs> for 6 years yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: You would have had roll call numbers as well when yeah, you were. yeah, absolutely uh-huh. yeah. Then also the strictness is about you stand up when you talk to the teacher mm. and the very almost militarized kind of thing Very you're, formal you're, huh, Very formal Your hair had to be shorter than like if they put their, uh, their hand their, huh, their fingers on your head it shouldn't pop out of the gap in the fingers if you did, then you have to run laps and uh, run in the sun uh, and come yeah. back next day with finish. a no, no, shaved no, no. head. <laughs> so when I came here uh, to primary school in Australia and I walked in, there were 15 kids mm. sitting on the floor. Mm. The teacher is sitting. She says, hi, Suraj. She knows my name. Mm-hmm. I'm completely thrown. And some uh, students are talking to the teacher and they are sitting down while they're talking to the teacher.
1: Very casual uh, ha, Very
3: relaxed Friendly ha. And like you know So
2: The first time I spoke to my teacher I stood up hmm. And everyone was Confused What's Why? happening I'm <laughs> 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 standing And then I asked her don't I have to stand to talk to you? She says, no, 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 please sit down, be talk to yeah? me, it's okay. So it was a completely different environment for me also to adjust into the schooling. Yeah.
3: And you, in uh, India, you can't approach your teacher directly, no? You yeah. j- unless uh, you have something to, serious Important to ask. her. yeah, discuss. like yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> strict. Yeah.
2: The class size is so different. Yes. 15, 20 kids, a, a group of 25, 30 students is considered to be big. 30 yeah. is a big number. Whereas there, 60 was a small class. Mm. Just thinking back to how that transition was there for me.
3: And you hardly had any homework, Like, like...
2: (laughs) 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 Because in India, (laughs) in 6th standard, they will give you hours of work to do. Just continuous, hectic study.
3: At home, after school. And then 6th standard,
2: 7th standard here, hardly any homework. And Sports. Sport. You were playing cricket, you were playing board games at home. Ha, so suddenly it was a big vacation for me in that way.
3: Yes. Also, remember how uh, you wanted to play with your friends in after school? And oh. because you weren't in after school care and I wasn't working yet, so I would be sitting there. You're allowed to play with them if I a parent is sitting oh. so I used to be sitting there uh, waiting for you because we, we
2: couldn't afford after school care
3: yeah, but we were not working we and I was we free we would need to also uh, yeah so <laughs> but, but you wanted to spend where, time with your friends oh, yeah, because yeah. you used to that kind of uh, I, okay, uh, playing I in India okay yeah, I yeah, uh, yeah. so, so you would come and I'd sit. come to pick you up but mm. I sit there and I used to watch all the other after school uh, <laughs> uh, kids there and then used to play with a uh, few of your friends there yeah, and then yeah, we used yeah. to go home very good mm. but what
1: you mentioned about about uh, the informal communication even i faced the same thing when i went to meet uh, my supervisor the students were just calling him by his first name and uh, in india you know i mean uh, you are addressed Six as sir, sir and uh. all those things so it took me a little bit of time <laughs> <laughs> to actually call him by his first name because okay. it just wouldn't come out of me you know uh-huh, I mean, because him, suddenly the he's supervisor my, yeah, he's, relationship. My boss, he's my supervisor uh-huh. so how do you just uh, hail him you know i mean uh, <laughs> so and so so i used to suffix it with sir <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, okay, so you'd say the his name, name and then <laughs>
3: sir. <laughs> Even I had the same uh, thing when I was working in Telstra, and uh, all the big bosses, like uh, managing directors, and all this, uh, you know, they used to come and talk to us. And because I've seen other people sit and talk, I had to sit and talk. Even if I stand, it wouldn't <laughs> be you know, much uh, of a difference. But still, but I just feel so awkward. How can I do this, you know? Like, but then, it, as you said, it, if you stand, it looks awkward. Uh, is uh, that's also awkward, you know? Why is she standing? Huh, but and we talking? are used to that. Oh.
2: Uh. Uh So you also felt that sitting and talking to the supervisor felt...
3: uh, Weird.
2: Because it's ingrained to stand every time. "Mm." Yeah,
3: you talk to a senior person. Mm.
2: Very interesting.
1: And even for me, I mean, uh, my junior, my PhD students, I mean, other... graduate students, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, whom I was teaching and all, they would just come, hey, Prakash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were thinking, hang on. <laughs>
1: Where's the sir? I'm Bob? sir here. <laughs> so very, very quickly, <laughs> very quickly in the very first few weeks, you know, I shed all those... Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. You had Some to adapt, right? Is. I had to adapt. And very quickly I Adapt, adapted. And that was not a problem.
2: Remember when we lived in Annerly, and uh, this is my side of the story. And you tell me what your thinking was at the time. I had gone to play basketball. <laughs> yes, can never forget. That I can never. <laughs> Very frightening. <laughs> I went to play basketball um, at uh, the local uh, church's uh, parking lot. Correct. And that day they had some function, so the cars were filled there. So I couldn't play there. So uh, I carried on and I walked another two kilometers and uh, played uh, at a different court. Datton Park. Uh, mm. pa, until the sun came down. And then I'm walking back. And then as I'm about 200 meters from home, you guys pull up next to me and go, oh, my God, we were going to call the police. Mm. What, so tell me what that was like.
3: What happened is you are not a very uh, active person. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> was lazy. Did. Yeah. I mean, you're interested in the sport, yeah, but yeah. not walking. And but walk, you, you know? didn't believe <laughs>
1: that I would have walked yeah. that far. <laughs>
3: so when we went there and we could not find you. Yeah, you were only 13 and,
1: at that time. Huh? Yeah.
3: And what happened is not only that, you had met somebody there. At Tretton Park. So, you played longer than usual. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You were away for almost four hours. Yeah.
3: So, we are t- f- trying to find you locally uh. because we never… Driving par-
1: around continuously. Time. I uh. went to that place where we you normally play. Uh. The cars were not there at that time. Okay. They are gone and it was all empty.
2: Okay, you so you didn't inside. think I might have gone to another court? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't I uh. Uh, place that. Because you know? it was empty. Yeah, it was empty uh. and
1: uh, you were not there. Uh. Then scouted all the places nearby, but mm. I didn't go as far as that mm. two kilometers down. Yeah, didn't expect. Mm. Then uh, she was also panicky, and
3: uh, and like you know about stories that have happened, you know. And I was like a young boy missing, and and we never thought you would walk that distance ever. <laughs>
1: that was a good, more than two kilometers away, oh,
3: my god. I'm missing, we're trying to look in every, we might have taken a different route here. That was running around helter skelter, panicking. And then uh, again we thought we'll just go that straight way. Maybe you have gone somewhere ahead. And then we started walking towards Dutton Park. And then that we saw you. And my God, that relief.
2: Frightening. Well, when you uh, were frightened mm. uh, and worried, mm. did Australia suddenly feel like a different country?
1: Mm, no, not really. It could have happened anywhere. Ah,
2: but you didn't feel okay. This is a fresh country. Uh, not uh, we, we were only know, worried that you might lose your way.
1: Ah. You might lose your way because in India, you know most of the roads and everything, but here, out here, uh, there is a possibility of losing. Mm. And plus, uh, as she said, I mean, there were some incidences of uh, children going missing. Mm. So that was also playing in the back of the mind.
2: Because you would see that in the Australian news mm. and everything mm. Mm. as well. Correct. So
1: that so was that playing was on the back of the mind. That is a scary
3: thing, yeah.
1: And we would have definitely called the police in another uh, yeah. half an hour if we had not seen you. Mm-hmm. But... Uh,
3: yeah, we don't want to, you know, go on a wild thing. So we're thinking you'll be somewhere around, you know, mm-hmm. maybe chatting with. Because we we do that, you know, we if we meet a friend, we chat for hours together on the street. Also, we do yeah. that. So we're thinking you're there somewhere around, but we can't we can find you locally, within like a travel time of 10-15 minutes, walking time. Yeah. Because he never thought you would walk for half an hour, 45 minutes <laughs> and go to a, another place yeah, like way that. Off, yeah, mm.
1: it was actually.
2: maybe 3 kilometers or something mm. yeah. it was near
3: the uni. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's all good now. We're all yeah, here. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, another uh, incident that was interesting um, that happened around that time was um, I'll tell you my side of that story and uh, you tell me what you remember after that Uh, I would have been in maybe grade 9 so 13, 14 years old and uh, me and Satyaiki my friend, we are coming uh, to his house Mm. from uh, a Cold Rock ice cream place Mm -hmm. and uh, so we we have had some ice cream we are uh, coming home and then I walk past someone uh, that's uh, at the staircase leading up to his place. That fellow nods at me. Mm. Uh, so I nod back naturally. We go inside and then there is a knock at the door uh, at Satyaki's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mom answers and it's two police officers.
3: Mm.
2: Oh. Uh, I don't know how much of this story no, no, I we told don't know. I remember a okay. little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So I think he two was police a- officers...
2: Oh. They stick their head in, they barge their way through, they don't even ask to come in kind of thing, they just come in and uh, they uh, tell my friend's mother, uh, we're looking for someone with a a, a green hat and a red shirt or something, but I had a blue hat and a blue shirt, it was completely wrong. (laughs) And uh, then they stick their head in, they notice me and they say, him! So they sit me down and they start asking me questions. They say what was the conversation you had with that person you mm. passed? Do you know he's a drug dealer? All this kind of stuff. They start interrogating me. And I am 13 14 years old. I'm quite shocked, surprised. So I'm taking a few seconds to answer. And they said uh, then they said, "What? You suddenly forget English or something?" Mm. And that kind of that is the first time I saw that level of like racial discrimination Mm -hmm. happening here Mm -hmm. especially from the authorities Mm -hmm. so that was quite uh, frightening for me during that time Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of that story I told you back then
3: no I remember you tell me vaguely that you know past is past and then they came and and asked you guys you know do you know him and and that's all I remember I don't remember that I don't know any of this Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Maybe I was more quiet about it because I was shocked by that level of racism.
3: Yeah, I remember this but incident uh, like but I thought it was vaguely you know like um, that they came and asked you and when you guys said like, we don't know about it that, that's why it ended. I uh, think I don't know. Yeah. Mm. What
2: you suddenly forgot English or something. Mm. I remember that phrase crisply mm. because this is coming from an authority figure mm. that's meant to protect us. And in a new country, couple of years in, terrifying. You know? mm. So, obviously, yeah, those kind of things, uh, racist incidents are few and far between is what we have found in our experience. But they still happen, mm. you know. So, have you found anything like that uh, in uh, your dealings here? Yeah,
3: obviously, remember, we... we had gone in that bus ride and uh, one of the guys started abusive drunk. language. They huh? were drunk.
1: They were, they were uh, kind of a drug addict uh kind of people you know, I mean,
2: mm-hmm. drunk, and non-drugs uh, maybe non-drugs. and they were yelling racial things mm-hmm. at you they
1: were they were uh, calling uh, I mean uh, swearing and, uh, mm. and, this was and then referring the first? to India and all things
3: okay. like okay.
2: that mm-hmm. the first year you were here really mm,
1: yeah. first year mm. Huh. I think it yeah. wasn't around huh. around that time yeah.
3: because after that But uh, we just got off the bus because it was at the no bus. point bus okay. no, because We got off like, the huh? bus earlier. Yeah. Okay. We just got off the bus. No, yeah. yeah. we, we didn't want to. Because we don't want anything to happen like that escalate, escalate and yeah because they're not family, in the senses. New huh, exactly. You
2: don't want to yeah. risk anything. No, we
3: didn't respond at all.
1: We just I didn't even look at them.
2: Yeah.
1: They were sitting behind me. You don't want to escalate.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: they were sitting behind us. And they're not in the senses, no? Like you know, you can't reason with a person who understands, yeah. 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 So What's the, the point the in uh, arguing and you know trying to prove something No, it's not, worth, mm, it, not yeah. worth it. So we didn't want keep to keep ourselves hmm.
2: safe is
1: I just did the bell got off got the off stop.
2: A, and What what did that feel like uh, after that were you
1: It did feel bad. So I was talking to your mother and said uh, Maybe I should just report this to the police, you know. Thank I mean, uh, she said, no, let it go.
3: Because we don't have don't the details, it. no? Like, you know. No, I could have given the bus number the, and the uh,
1: yeah. route and all those things, but then she said, don't, bother. Yeah. don't bother.
2: So it was uh, a different kind of new experience yeah, to yeah. be racially profiled and. Okay. It was scary,
3: yeah, because mm. you don't know how, we, how much you can progress, you know. Where, yeah, you don't yeah. know where
2: it can escalate yeah. to.
3: But, if you if
1: you look at it, uh, how it is affecting you or uh, how is your workplace, how, how how was it in my university? Uh-huh. It was all fine. Absolutely fine. The people closest to you, the mm. people you had to absolutely. work with absolutely. were, and were good. And who you absolutely. meet on
3: a day-to-day regular basis. basis regular, huh? yeah. okay. those are, if those people are good, then that's, that's the most uh, important that's the most important. Someone
1: on the street uh, yells at you. I mean, you just ignore it yeah. and, you and pass on. Walk past them, them that's part it. Of it's that's your, over. They're uh, not a day-to-day. Don't let it stick to you. That's all. Uh,
2: also, adapting to the different Australian accent Trying to understand Australian accent And then the Australian locals trying to understand your accent What was the... Terrible, terrible <laughs> Difficult
1: I, I was made to feel I don't know English at all
2: <laughs> Do you remember uh, the vanilla ice cream?
1: <laughs> yes, <I do. laughs> It was right there in front of me and I was asking her for vanilla ice cream. Then she says, no, we don't have. I said, vanilla ice cream? No, we don't have. I, said, I pointed to that ice cream and said, that's what I want. Oh, she said, it's vanilla. <laughs> oh, vanilla. <laughs> uh, something like that. You know? I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. I said, exactly.
1: Even now, I will do the same thing. <laughs> that's the one I want. Yeah. And also the way you, you know, converse. Like, we had gone to a shop and uh, we wanted a particular uh, gift item, mm. so we were looking around and we were not finding it. And this uh, uh, store person, she saw us that we were looking around, and obviously we needed some help. Mm. So she approached me, and she says, "You good?"
2: <laughs> you had never heard that <laughs> phrasing before. Never,
1: never, never before.
2: Are and you in, okay? You would ah, have
1: bothered. see, when she says you good, I said, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> but you needed help. <laughs> I needed help. <laughs> I'm good but also I need help yeah. so so she just turned her back to me and walked away I was looking at her and I said she's
3: what gone
1: <laughs> I'm good come
0: back please come back please help
1: then I chased her and I said okay I want this particular item out. Okay came back she helped us out Yeah. she's but thinking then, I thought he said he's good <laughs>
3: yeah. when I came uh, here newly and I was trying to learn the Australian accent and you made so much fun of me you can I see was you a, in weird. my
2: defense I was a child <laughs> yeah.
3: but you're right you know this sounded weird because I'm trying to do something with a combination accent and which was more confusing and I'm thinking
2: why is mum talking like this
3: <laughs> but I think the key is to speak slowly Huh, that's that is important. That works even with your accent and anything. Mm-hmm. If you speak slowly, the, uh, people are uh, having a better chance of you know. Because there <laughs> is that
2: excitement and fast talking in India. Yeah, that's there. That people will talk twice as fast as you anticipate.
3: You see some of the programs also from Indian Channel, Uh how how fast they show the recipes or the instructions, like they're running full speed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In general, um, if you could go back and give yourself some advice before uh, coming to Australia, so your past 17 years ago self. Hmm. What advice would you give them about Australia? How uh, to adapt? How not to,
3: to bring too many pots and pans in <laughs> your luggage because uh, <laughs> you get everything in yeah. any country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is such a waste of uh, uh, luggage, no, space. luggage space. Yeah.
1: What I would uh, say is, see, for us, it worked out well. Mm. Okay. Um, we did uh, put in a lot of efforts. We planned well also, I would say. Though there were uh, some uh, risks involved. Yeah. But they were all calculated risks mm. and we knew our capability and capacity to perform and we took the chance. So my advice I would say to others who would be wanting to come to Australia would be plan well. Don't just uh, sit back and, uh, you know, throw things to chance mm. and uh, leave it to fate or destiny. Your future is obviously what you do today. Yeah. So put in your efforts and have a good solid plan
3: people are helpful but you need to network and not be in a shell like yeah. I remember one of the QUT students I think he went back to uh, his country left, uh, huh? the because they find it course. hard initially because it's lonely and you have to do manage everything yourself we're not used to certain th- managing everything like cooking and uh, some students are not used to all those things, yeah. so they get overwhelmed by certain uh, aspects of that. You know, when yeah. you're in a country where, uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I love going through this notebook and seeing the entries you have made from the first few months we were here. This is my favorite. Twelfth uh, June, your birthday, my birthday. Yes. Uh, bus passes uh, to go uh, sixteen dollars a taxi. Bus fare for movie world. The mm. first time you took me to movie world, yeah, forty-four bucks. You remember bucks.
3: how excited you were, posing <laughs> <was laughs> with all the heroes, which you are seeing only on screen. But Batman, Robin, <laughs> yeah.
2: and then and all comic, the
3: shows, Ooh. comic
2: books. You bought me comic books for fifteen dollars. Chips for four dollars. Uh, you got me some games for six dollars, and we went to Hungry Jacks for dinner. We would have got uh, ice cream, soft serves, and everything.
1: Do you remember uh, from the comics? You would be sketching those uh, superheroes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of my biggest challenges was to occupy you.
2: Yeah, keep me engaged.
1: Keep you engaged. <laughs> so I, I started uh, giving you grades yeah, you on, on the on the, <laughs> on the sketches that you draw. Yeah, yeah. So I'd give you from one to five. <laughs> and, you very quickly reached that uh, level five. Okay. And then uh, after that, I had to think of something else. So I said, okay, let's say level one, grades one to five, then level two, level three, level four, like that. Mm-hmm. So I had so many levels and you, you started, uh, you know, eating up all those uh, sketchbooks. Yeah. You were through four of them.
3: And also, you know, as we're talking about uh, what you should keep in mind before coming to huh. traveling, yeah, yeah. is also be perseverance uh, uh, and, you know, persistent and, you know, try to stick on whether you get some setbacks yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
2: Push through the Yeah, because uh, it
3: then eventually it works out. Something, if one path is stopped, another path works. So, mm. if you just stick on and get like, initially with all, so many uh, applications, I get rejections and you know, I didn't get, uh, uh, you remember, we had gone uh, to one place uh, to uh, uh, register my name for agency and uh, you were attacked by a magpie (laughs) (laughs) do you remember
2: Uh, that? I didn't know what a magpie was because none of us did because it was a diseased crow looking type thing half white half black red eyes and it uh, swooped and attacked me, and I was so. And concerned. you were telling
3: me the bird is attacking, me, attacking me, and I couldn't believe it. I said, "No, birds don't attack Suraj. You, like you know, why would it attack? You just uh, you're you started running, but it's so dangerous. Uh, and then later on, I got to know about magpies and how they attack, and there have been incidents where you know people have gone. Later,
2: and, you also maybe got swooped by a magpie. Yeah, I had, had a <laughs> That's cap when on you my... thought, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: possible. Though. It's possible. So <laughs> even
3: before that, when I came home and researched and I found out now even in some parks they have this you know warnings and magpie season and you know watch yeah, out yeah. Yeah, yeah but at that time I thought you know you're just playing around you know <laughs> the bird is <laughs> attacking me and then the next time the bird came I saw it's really attacking oh my god <laughs> so scary yeah
1: speaking of perseverance um, in QT, mm. when I went there and I took up the new topic the new topic was taken up uh, to meet my living expenses yeah. okay and it was a Uh, topic which required a proper lab, a fire engineering lab, Mm. which didn't exist. Okay, so the first thing that I had to do was build a furnace. So I had to design and build a furnace. That took six months of my work. I was doing something else. I was Mm. trying to build a fire engineering lab for QUT so that my work can start in that lab.
2: So that you can start getting the living expenses so so that we can survive.
1: Exactly. Okay, (laughs) And after I had (laughs) got that uh, furnace done yeah. I had to I had to go and meet uh, various industrial people and uh, you know mm. actually i had to get that uh, thing built yeah got it built within the budget that uh, my supervisor had for it mm. and we got a 1.2 million dollar grant from the australian government to work on that particular furnace i mean once it was built they said okay fine go ahead we give you these projects and that's how my phd came through started and uh, i started getting the living allowances mm. so a lot you of students did PhD. you can't yeah. just. You, yeah. can't just, uh,
2: you leave have to look things. for creative yeah. ways of finding yes. solutions and for. This. There will be
1: opportunities, yeah. but you got to grab them. Yeah. and say, and if you have got a plan mm. in Australia, there will be people to help you out. Yeah. yeah, so you need to network. You need to have a solid plan, yeah. and you have to go about it. That's all.
2: Good. Just do it. And what I like is, even in those initial months where we had a lot of uh, financial stress, you still managed to get me all the games and. Uh, toys and everything and comic books and it was still I was very well looked after so thank you for that
3: oh no. welcome and
2: uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on this show and uh, being wonderful hey, guests pleasure oh
3: thank you it's been a pleasure it was fantastic okay, thanks son.
2: excellent thank you bye, well, bye.
3: see you in the car <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks for joining me for our first episode and getting to know my story On the next episode, I'll be talking to 20-year-old Ali Sina Yousafi from Afghanistan. He takes us from some of his harrowing experiences growing up around acts of terror, right up until finding a new home in Australia. You can find more info at sbs.com.au slash myfirstyear. My First Year on Aussie Soil is an SBS original podcast. It's created and produced by me, Suraj Kalaka, and Danny Giles.